conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Just going to quarter to eight. Good morning. Well, let's focus now on Etiquini. The Durban High Court ruling last week that members of the Westfall Ratepayers Association who refuse to pay their council rates and bills must pay for the services they consume. They put their money into a special account rather than paying it to the council. The residents say they've been treated unfairly by the council. They weren't receiving proper services. And also, they hadn't been properly consulted about the budget before it was implemented. Well, I'd hope to speak to the mayor, but I understand no longer available. Malusi Mklongo is the head of legal and compliance for the Etiquini municipality. Malusi, good good morning. Uh, good morning, Stephen, and the listeners. Previous cases had ruled that people must pay for services. It's not an Etiquini. Other previous cases before this started. I presume you're expecting this judgment. Well, um, we, we, we have had even cases involving Etiquini ruling that uh, people must pay for the services, and it, it's only logical that uh, the courts will rule in that direction. So you have this judgment, and Malusi, I hate to say it, but I think this may not be the end of the dispute. And what I mean is, yes, you can go and go ahead and cut off houses. People owe you debt. But are you actually able to go and cut everybody off? And if you do, is that really going to make them pay? I don't know if it will. Sorry, I lost you there. Um, you okay, let me, let, me, let me put the question again. Um, yes. I don't think this will be the end of the dispute. So you now have the legal right to cut off houses, right, to disconnect them, and they have a legal duty to pay you their debt. It is debt. But I don't know if people are going to pay you even if you do cut them off. Well, that, that may be so, but uh, there are legal remedies on how to recover debt. So they may uh, persist with their stance, and uh, the municipality will apply its uh, credit control policies and recover. So um, I think the, this will like be reduced to legal disputes and we will enforce the rights uh, in line with the law. How many households have not been paying you? I have not. I do not have that information um, at my disposal. It is with uh, the city's treasury. Okay. Um, so, so let's go into that legal dispute because I think it could be complicated. Cutting off electricity, physically relatively easy. You have the legal right to do it. Cutting off water can be much harder. You're not supposed to be able to disconnect someone's water supply. What you have to do is provide them with the supply of water that they can live on unless the national policy is changed. So are you really going to be able to go and disconnect everyone's electricity who isn't paying and put the special, special pressure valve on people who aren't paying for water? Uh, that that is the law. Um, we have to provide um, um, the the certain amount that is uh, determined uh, in terms of water, uh, the, putting restrictors and the electricity we have to cut off. And uh, if uh, I mean you cannot uh, continue to supply services that are not being paid for. Except that that's what happens in councils around the country, is that people do provide services that aren't being paid for. What I'm trying to get to, let me put it in another way, Malusi, is do you have the technical resources to actually comply with the law and disconnect all of the people who aren't paying their electricity and restrict their water? Do you actually have the ability to do it? Yes, we do. Definitely. Definitely. So every single person who's part of this, you will disconnect them. That, that's not, it doesn't necessarily follow because uh, some people may not be paying uh, for different reasons. 
uh, it may not be because they are embarking on the rates boycott. And others who may have embarked on the rates boycott may have a change of heart and approach the city and make arrangements. So it does not necessarily follow that each and every person who is uh, uh, in areas or who had embarked on this would be cut off. But each case will be treated on its merits. Um, are you going to try and attach the bank account that people have been paying into? I don't know if you'd have a legal right to do that. Probably not, I suppose. But are you going to try? You can't attach uh, before you get a judgment. But the route to a judgment is an acceptable legal process of recovery of debt. And then if people still don't pay, and they may not pay their debt, I mean, what happens? You're going to try and and, uh, take their immovable property, cars, things like that? Well, uh, bank accounts, cars, and uh, household contents are movable assets that, uh, that can be attached. But if you do not get enough to satisfy the debt, you then uh, get the courts to declare their immovable properties especially executable, and then you, you go after immovables. So, Malusi, let me explain why I ask all these questions. What really worries me is that there's going to be some sort of massive confrontation here in two ways. The one is that despite a court order, People may not pay, and they'll be breaking the law when they do that. But I think they're so angry with Etiquini, their argument is that by paying, they're just enabling corruption. That's not what I say. That's what they say. The second thing is, is that if you go in there and try and take people's movable um, property, again, yes, you may be complying with the law, but you have a community that is doing this together, and they may resist. What I'm trying to get to is, I think we need to find a way around this so that none of these things happen. Well, that would be a sort of a political solution, but the legal solution is what you have just described. And um, I'm not qualified to um, comment on political solutions. I can only comment on legal solutions. Um, there are other things to this as well, which is that the best way around this that would make everyone happy is if Etiquini were to do better consultation on the budget. I know there's been a public meeting in, in Westville since this started. And the second thing is to improve services. If you did that, people would willingly come back and pay for their services. Are you trying to do that at all? That is being done. Um, I mean, the consultations, uh, the, the, the processes that are followed each and every year were undertaken this year. And uh, there were meetings, uh, consultation meetings prior to the approval of the budget. Even after the budget has been approved, there have been meetings that have been held with a number of uh, ratepayer associations, not just Westville. And other ratepayers associations uh, understand where the city is coming from and they are cooperating. And uh, there is no such confrontation. It's just uh, the Westville that has uh, elected to, ch- to choose this option. But uh, the issue of the improvement of services, we are embarking on that. And if um, there are units that are not delivering uh, services as expected, there are platforms to address this. Platforms um, such as uh, the the MPEC holds the uh, unit heads of the service delivery units. And if disciplinary processes should be taken, so be it. So, so there are plenty of avenues that can be explored to ensure the issue of service delivery and holding responsible officials to account, but not to embark on unlawful options.
Malusium Plongo, thank you, Head of Legal and Compliance in the Etiquini Municipality.